Church families. We hope everybody's staying safe and healthy and keeping faith. Um, it's good to be here this morning. It's 11 o'clock hour to share with you guys about what the Word of God, what the Lord has put on my heart to share with you guys this, this morning. Yes, um, you know the reason why the temporary shutdown had to happen. And we pray and hope that. Um, Pretty soon and very soon, we'll be back to a uh, uh, normality. So, in the meantime, you guys be in prayer and continue to keep the faith and use this time and everything to really spend that time with the Lord and prayer and in that word. Right? Uh, all right, we're gonna get started. We're gonna have a word of prayer, and then we're gonna get started in, in, in the word. We um, we did part one of um, keeping Christ in your crises. Uh, I, I hope you guys remember. Um, we did part one past Sunday, and today, this morning, we'll be doing part two. Right, so let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll, get, we'll dive into it, all right? Father, we thank you, Lord, so much this morning for the time together in the Word, and thank you, Lord, for the um, for technology, Lord, making it possible, Lord, that although we are um, apart, Physically, Lord, we can come together, Lord, by by uh, by way of technology, Lord, and and uh, we're able to still minister the Word of God to the peoples of God. And we just pray, Father, that uh, as Your Word go forth, Lord, that it will it will bless, it will strengthen, it will build up, it will heal, it will encourage all the hearts, Lord, that is tuned in or to Your Word. We love you, Lord. Thank you for Jesus making it possible through his death, burial, and his resurrection. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, Keeping Christ in your crisis. Remember, we came from from Luke chapter 8, verse 22 through 25. And I'm going to read that for you real quick. And uh, you guys, if you have your Bible, you can turn it with me and and read it with me. It says um, in verse 22 of Luke chapter 8. It says, now it happened on a certain day that um, he got into a boat with his disciple. And he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they lunched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake. And they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and woke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and marveled, saying to one another, Who can can this be? For he command even the wind and the water, and they obeyed him. Brother, I tell you, that's a word. That's a word from God right there. Keeping Christ in your crisis. In part one, we pose a question from Psalms, the 11th chapter, verse three. If the foundation are destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, last Sunday, I shared with you two of the four spiritual responses that gave the answer to that question of what can the righteous do when the very foundations of your life 
is being destroyed. And number one, I said, first thing we need to do is run to God. Run to God. In Luke chapter 8, verse 24, it says that when the storm came down on them and their lives was in jeopardy, it said, and they came to Jesus. They came to him. Wherever he was at, they came to him. And then I, I love Psalm 91, verse 2, because this says, he is my refuge, meaning he is the place you can run to when trouble is chasing you. And he said, he is my fortress. He's the place you can hide behind when trouble is all around you. So running to Jesus is the smart thing to do. It's the right thing to do. It's the wise thing to do. When you are experiencing crises in your life, listen, run to Jesus. Number two, I share it with you to pray to God, pray to God. In Luke chapter eight, verse 24, B it says, when they came to him and woke him saying, master, master, we are perishing. They was afraid their life was in jeopardy and they felt themselves uh, being uh, been destroyed. But just as the disciples did, and it's important for us to catch that, just as the disciples did, they ran, they not only ran to God, but they also prayed to God. They called out to him. And matter of fact, whenever we're going through crisis, we need to call out to the Lord. He says in Philippians chapter four, verse six, he said, be anxious for nothing. Don't, don't, don't be worried. Don't fret yourself for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which surpass all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Check out what Jesus is saying. Listen, he's saying, he's saying to you, or weary, or he's saying to weary in trouble. He's saying, listen, if you want to get to Doug, you got to go through me. And I, I don't think that's a better person that you can have than Jesus Christ to guard you and guard your heart and mind uh, from trouble and from weary that we're going to experience. So that's what we want to talk to you today. We want to give you two more. We're going to give you two more points that are very, very important. And that today I, I want to share with you the, uh, the other two spiritual responses. When you're going through a crisis, when you're going through trouble, when you're going through storms, I mean a lot like that these disciples was going through, this storm did not give them a warning. It just came on them all of a sudden. Have you ever been through things like that in your life? You didn't see it coming, but it hit you, blindsided you. Well, that's what happened to these disciples. They went through a storm. They didn't see coming because that's what a lot like do. It come upon you all of a sudden to take you out. When you are going through these crises, listen, that's a test. That it tests your very foundation that you are standing on, the very thing that you are depending on for security and stability to carry you through. When it is crumbling and falling apart before your eyes, the question is this, what do the righteous do? We not only run to God, but we also pray to God. And number three, we need to listen to God. We need to listen to him. Check out Luke chapter 8, verse 22b. It says, and he, meaning Jesus, said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, check it out. God is speaking, but are we listening? 
before the crisis hit, Jesus gave them a command with a promise. He didn't say, hey guys, let's see, can't we cross over to the other side? Or I hope we can cross over to the other side. No, he gave them a command with a promise. He said, let us go over to the other side of the lake. And that, that's important that we listen to what the Lord is saying. Many folks are listening audibly, but they are not listening with an understanding. They are not hearing them with an understanding. It's so important for us to not just to read the word of God, but to understand the word of God. And when we understand the word of God, it takes my mind to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. He said, therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I would liken them to a wise man who built his house on a rock. And the, and the rain descended and the flood came and the wind beat against that house and it did not fall for it was founded upon the rock. Check out what Jesus said. He said, listen, if you hear the word of God and I want to hear it and you can tell when a person is, is, is really listening and when they have received the word of God because the Bible says you need to be a doer of the word. And when you do it, the Bible says you're building your life on a solid foundation. So whenever the storm come, whenever the wind blow, whenever the flood begin to rage through your life, you're going to be able to stand because what? You are founded on the solid rock of God's word. Sacrifice, obeying that word, doing what God have, have given us to do, listening to God is so important for us to do because the storm, whether you're doing, whether you're a sinner or a saint, you're going to experience some storms. But my brothers and sisters, I'd much rather go through a storm with Jesus than go through a storm without Jesus. Hebrews 12, 25 says this, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speak from heaven. Point made. The children of Israel, when God spoke to the children of Israel and they did not hear him, the Bible said God shook up things. And maybe that's what God is doing today, my brothers and sisters. Maybe he's shaking up things. He's using this, uh, this uh, uh, COVID-19 to shake up things. Because the Bible goes on to say in that same chapter, in, in the same uh, text, it says that when he shake up things, he's shaking down those things that is temporary so that those things that is eternal can remain. So it's important that we listen to God because he's speaking. And when he's speaking, I guarantee you, my brother, he's saying something that we need, that we need to know and that we need to take heed and that we need to build our life on. So my brothers and sisters, listen to God. Number four, number four, we need to trust God. We need to trust God. We not only need to run to God, we not only need to call on God in prayer, we not only need to, need to listen to God in his word, but brothers and sisters, we need to trust God. Listen to Luke chapter 8, verse 24b and verse 25a. It says, then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was a calm. Verse 25 says, But he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid. Jesus said to them, Where is your faith? Where is your faith? 
See, it's one thing to go to church, one thing to read your Bible, one thing to uh, even uh, speak those Christian uh, cliches, you know, too, too blessed to be stressed. All of that may be good and then, but listen, bottom line, how much do you really trust God? How much do you really rely on him? My brothers and sisters, when I came in and I sat down in this seat, I did not test it out. I did not check it out to see whether it's going to hold me up. I just vopped down on it. I just sat down in it because I believe that the manufacturer that made this chair made it in such a way to hold my 180 pounds in this chair. And so, likewise with, 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 with the Lord, if you trust this word and then you rely everything, you, you, you trust your whole life on that word. If God said it, and then we got to believe it, and then we live by it. We got to trust God. I love what Isaiah 40, 31 says. It says, but those who trust in the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. See, God don't want us to be sparrows. See, when a sparrow flies, he just flutters his wings. He just flutters. And he used a lot of effort and a lot of energy to try to make it to his destination. But if you're like a eagle, an eagle just, he just soars. If you ever seen an eagle fly, he just soars. He may just push his wings one or two times and he just flows with the wind, just soars with the wind. Because why? He's resting on something that is invisible, something that is able to hold him up. And that is the wind. My brothers and sisters, God wants us to trust in him. And if we trust in him, we'll be like the eagle. We'll just, our life will just soar. And we'll quit living like the sparrow. We got to flutter and using our own strength and our own energy trying to make it to where we're going. God wants us to have faith in him so we can live like an eagle. Proverbs 3 and 5 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Quit, quit, quit using your own understanding. You know, the way you think, the way you feel that things need to go. But the Bible says you trust in the Lord. Trust in who he is. Trust in what he has said. And if you do that, the Bible says that, 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 that you, you, you will be able to, to stand when the storms of life come, when the crises arrive. When they come at your life, you will be able to stand because you're not standing on your own strength. You're standing on the strength of Almighty God, the same one that made the heaven and earth, the same one that hung the moons and the moon in the sky and the sun and hung the stars in the sky. That's who you're trusting in. And in closing, Luke 8:25 says, "And they marvel, saying to one another, "Who can this be? For he commanded even the wind and the water, and they obeyed his voice." Listen to me. It's amazing how the wind and the rain obeyed the word of God and sometimes people uh, find it very difficult to, to hear him and obey him. But here the wind and the rain obeyed him and it was a calm. My brothers and sisters, I want you to trust in the word of God today. No matter what we're going through, what we're dealing with, in this season of our life, dealing with the, the, uh, the COVID-19 virus, don't let that fret you. Trust in the living God. Yes, be smart. Be wise. Wash your hands. Do the bump, whatever. You do your part. But trust in God to do the part that you have no control over. 
trusting God to work the miracle. And I want you to leave this with you. Remember, if God brings a crisis in you or allows a crisis to threaten your very existence, according to Romans 8, 28, it says, And for we know that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. He testing the limits of your faith and expanding the view that he is, uh, he expanding the view of who he is and what he can do. I, I want you to know in closing, my brothers and sisters, Hebrews 12 and 28 says, therefore, since we all have received a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably and with reverence and godly fear. Amen and amen. Uh, I want to give you some announcements for our ministry, um, the feeding ministry, BCSM feeding ministry. Um, we'll resume uh, a schedule uh, this coming uh, Tuesday uh, through Friday uh, from 11.30 to 12.30, uh, carry out only. Uh, there will not be um, uh, Sunday morning breakfast. So we want everybody to know that. Also, um, we wanna, want you to know that uh, for your giving, uh, you can give by Gillify and the uh, link will be at the bottom of the screen. Also, the, the, the address, we wanna mail it in. And also, if you wanna call, uh, the telephone number, all that'll be on the bottom of the screen. Uh, Sunday worship and our Wednesday night discipleship class will be counseled to further notice. We'll be letting you guys know when that is going to resume. And we love you guys. Peace out. Greatest story ever told.